now it's time for part two of In the Moment. Speaking of having a problem with, maybe I'm being bougie. Maybe this is my old age, Katie. Oh, I think it's bougie. I'm glad you said it was that over my old age. You know what I'm worried about? What? Not even worried about, just tired of. Okay. Or even better yet, mad at. Oh. Why do we still accept the fact that when we go to certain places, mm-hmm. we might spend four, five, six, seven hundred dollars in these places, mm-hmm. and we still let them tell us what we can and cannot wear? Oh, I think I'm over it. Yeah, we spend good money, right? Like with all due respect, I don't think I understand that anymore. And I get if you have an establishment where you are trying to set the precedent for things to be classy. Mm-hmm. So if I try to come in here with a G-unit wife beater and, <laughs> and my hat to the back and I look like one of them, I get it mm-hmm. completely. Yo, fam, you can't get in here looking like that. No. But when you walk into an establishment and you look the part, let's just say you have like a Yankee hat on. Okay. That's it. Maybe you have on Jordans as opposed to dress shoes. If I'm about to walk into your establishment and spend $1,000, $500, let's make 400 the minimum. Because maybe anything three and below, ah, you deserve to tell me what to wear. Majority of us don't like to be told what to do unless we're making money. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. If I'm spending money, hard-earned money, I'm coming in here to get it. I ain't coming in here to play. I'm coming in here to buy whatever I want, whatever everybody with me want. Why are you telling me what I can and can't wear, bro? Is that a me thing? It's because of a certain, I think certain establishments are looking for a certain clientele. And when you're looking for a certain clientele, you just feel like you can do whatever. It's your rules. House rules, right? Mm. Like when you play spades, it's house rules. I get what you're saying because I'm coming in here and like spending money. Why are you going to deny me because of what I'm wearing? Because I feel like now you're judging me based off of what I'm comfortable with wearing. The only one time where I feel like I would agree with the establishment is with hats. Why is that? I think it's just how I was raised. I was always raised that you never wear a hat inside a public place. Like, I that's was just too. rude. I completely was too. And I, that's just how I was naturally raised. Like even, even when I wear a hat, I get weird. If I go somewhere, I'm like... Do I take this hat off even though I'm having a bad hair day? Like, I need to take this. Like, I just get weird about hats. I don't know why, but it's just something that was been accustomed in my head that that was just a societal thing. I agree with you there, right? And it's funny you say that because I grew up the same way. You coming inside your home, hat off. You going inside someone else's home, hat off. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming in here to spend money, though, right? And again, I'm not talking about little money. I'm not talking about if you're going in there to spend $100, 200 $300. I understand that. But when you're going into an establishment where I'm going to pay, Five, six, seven, eight, up in anywhere up. Y'all gonna let a certain clientele in here that wears a hat. If Tyler Perry walk in here with a Yankee hat on, you're not gonna deny him. You're not gonna deny him. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Why is his money better than mine? Mm-hmm. Right? Because you are of a certain understanding that because he's Tyler Perry, he's gonna spend money, right? Or anyone. I'm just using him as an example. But if I'm going to come in here and spend the same amount of money, then why I got to take my hat off? Or I do you want even better. I've been in a situation where I walked in, and this only happened to me once where it bothered me. Because when I was younger, I did whatever the rules was. I didn't care. As I got older, typically I haven't had that issue. But if I've been out of town, and I happen to have a hat on because I had a bad hair day, 
and I walk in with a group of five, six people, I'm paying for all of them. Now, the women who were in this group had hats. Mm -hmm. They only made me take my hat off. The thing that bothered me about that (laughs) was I'm going to pay the bill. Right. Right, like you're saying to the women, hey, it's cool. Y'all can do whatever y'all want. But in my mind, I'm like, but I'm going to pay the bill, though, player. Y'all care. That, I think that's where a double standard comes into play. Okay. Because I think that's a lot of places. When you go to a lot of places, there's certain rules that only applies to men. Like, I remember one time I went to a bar, and I don't know why I tried to challenge him. I'm a woman. I should have just used my woman privilege. But uh, uh, I'm telling you, I went to a bar that was like no athletic wear, no blah, blah, blah. They had all these strict rules. Like they had a long list of strict rules. And when I walked up, the dude was checking. He was checking IDs and he looked down at my feet first. And he's like, oh, no, no, you can't get it. Oh, no, you good. Right. He did that. He did it down and up. Mm-hmm. He saw it was a woman. He changed his mind. I was like, no, what was you about to say? I said, what you going to say? What's the problem? He's like, no, no, you're good. I was like, no, no, you was about to say something when you looked down at my shoes and he Katie, looked up. you fought him on it? <laughs> I did. No, you're going to let why. me in for free. No, 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 tell me why. No, tell me why I'm getting it free now. No, take this $100. And, <laughs> I don't know why that day I was like that, but that day I was, yeah. like, I was like, no, 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 tell me. He's like, no, get in here. I was all right. Right, fine. see? <laughs> But imagine you're the guy that's paying for everybody and you tell everybody else, oh, y'all are good because y'all ladies, but yo, you fam, nah, you can't get in like that. Mm-hmm. And you're you're about to pay for everything in here. Yeah. My mind goes to, how does this make any sense? It doesn't. I'd rather go somewhere where they're going to let me wear what I want. And again, I'm not the guy that's walking into an establishment about to pay nothing, and I'm not the guy that's walking in looking like a hoodlum. And maybe this comes from the time that I've spent in Colorado when I've seen them tell black men specifically, you can't get in like that. And then when you look into the window, but half of this place is wearing this. Mm -hmm. Why is it a problem now, right? And even my dad, at the time when he first joined the police academy, would go places where they wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. You know, he was off duty. And they would tell him, yo, you you can't wear the Timbs. Or you can't wear uh, that shirt because it has a graphic on it. Nothing with curse words or anything like that. Whatever it was. And he would go, I can't wear this. And they would go, nah. And then he would look, he would be able to look and in the window yep. and be like, well, what about him? Well, it's, it's, it's coming from upstairs. So if you want to talk to the owner, then you go talk to the owner. And then he'd pull his badge out and go, I'd love to. And then they'd go, oh, no, we got a table for you in the corner, sir. I'm like, it's a, all right. You know what? I have a perfect example. I know what it is. It, I mean, it's honestly, when it comes down to the nitty gritty of it, in situations like that, it's places where people don't think that you belong. Right? Yes. There you go. That's like, what it oh, makes no, me you don't feel belong. like. You not. That's yes. And yes. it happened to me and my best friend once. We okay. got invited to an event, and it was supposed to be a private only party at this club, right? That Lil John was supposed to be at. Mm-hmm. It's the same club where I stole Lil John's sandwich and fucked your knee up. And right? fucked my knee up the <laughs> yeah, first time. I remember this happened years ago, right? Uh-huh. And it was a it was an invite only party. So my best friend, we show up to this the party. And the security dude is like, hey, this is a private party. Da, da, da. I was like, no, we, we were invited. We were invited here. You know, like, we know why we're here. Here's like, we even showed him the email like, yo, bro, this is it. This is this is our invitation. He's like, um, actually, you guys can't get in looking like that. Now, we're in the proper, what I figured was the proper attire. He's like, it's suit and tie in there. Like, that's not. I was like, well, on this invite, it didn't tell us that it was suit and tie type of thing. Type of, oh, I'm supposed to be wearing a ballroom dress. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. So I'm going back and forth with him. He's like, I, I can't let you in. Mm. I'm like, huh, mm. this is awkward. This is mm-hmm. weird. I was invited here. 
So I called up my contact and I said, hey, girl. She's like, hey, where are you? She's inside. I'm like, oh, this security man won't let us in because he's just saying that, you know, we're not in the proper attire. She's like, what? I'll be right out. Yeah. She comes right out. She tells him. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Let's us in. See? We get in there. People are wearing sweats they up go, in that yep. bitch. Oh, my God. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's because he didn't think we belonged in there. That's it. And that's the reason why he didn't want to let us in. That's it. Th- and that's why it pisses me off. Because yeah. I think a lot of people who don't understand that will look beyond that. But sometimes that's exactly all it is. And that's what it is. And when they say, I'm sorry, you're not sorry. It's the, uh, it's, it's the equivalent of when someone says, I'm sorry that I got caught. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between I'm genuinely sorry because I made a lapse of judgment. I made a mistake. I I did something that I did. I wish I didn't do. No, you're just sorry because you got caught. But they treat people like this on a daily basis. And anyone that has been a bouncer of any sort or knows one will tell you that's protocol. You're not basing this off of what you're actually wearing. You're basing this off of what do you believe this person can bring to this establishment? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that they have money? Is it worth it? Do they belong here? Mm-hmm. And that's why ultimately I've gotten to a point where if I'm about to come into your establishment and spend all of this hard-earned money, why in the hell do you get to tell me what I can and cannot wear? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense to me. No. And I think we all know why. Mm-hmm. Who's next? All right, last thing I'm mad at. So I tried a new doctor out. Simply because sometimes you got a doctor shop. And I Okay. I'm comfortable with my current doctor. Uh-huh. But I got some questions. Oh, the current go- doctor? Yeah. Okay. I won't go into why right now. But I just wanted to see something. Okay. So I tried to go see another doctor. And I went and got my checkup. He tells me everything is good. Mm-hmm. But as I'm leaving, you're like, hey, man, I know you are young, handsome, successful man. I want you to be careful out here. Now, mind you, Katie, as he's telling me this, he's very close to me. Okay. How, like, how, how close? Like, like, just like-, like, like here. Oh. Like he could have talked to me from here, mm-hmm. but he was like coming up to me going, now listen to me. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I got my mask on. <laughs> Sir. Like, all right. But he's like super close. Mm-hmm. He's like, now nah, I know. Now I'm honest with my doctor. Are you honest? Yeah. Like I tell him the truth. Yeah. So I am too. So he was like, yo, you know, you heard of fentanyl and, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Of course. Deadly as fuck. Right. He said, now, you know, dead people can't talk. I said, yeah, doc, I get it. Mm-hmm. I know. All right, so take care of yourself. Pleasure to meet you. I'm like, is he basing all of this off of what I told him I do for a living? I don't know. He said, now how many sexual partners do you have? That's a normal Normal question question, for a doctor, right? I answered him. He looked at me like I was lying. I think he believed that I was lying. And I wasn't. I was telling him the truth, Mm. right? I said, now, doc, don't get it twisted. Back in my day, you know. (laughs) <laughs> that was a different story. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but, you, know, you gotta do that, right? Man talk. I don't want you to think I'm soft. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You're like, you know what I mean? Like, no, nah, you know, we in Buckhead. And I'm saying this locally. 
If you don't listen, if you know, if you listen to the podcast outside of Georgia, especially outside of Atlanta, you might not have any idea what I'm talking about. But if you are in Atlanta, this is for you. Right. You said, I Buckhead. Mm-hmm. So what that mean? Right. I'm just saying, I don't know what it's like to be young, handsome, and successful, but I will tell you this, be careful. I said, all right, Jay-Z, you're telling me about being young, black, and gifted. I don't know where we're going here, but, okay, he said, I just had, just had a young lady walk in here the other day. Mm-hmm. Kate, I'm in a doctor's office. Why is he talking about this? This is what I'm thinking. Am I tripping? Where are we in life? No, no. He said, she comes in here. What? Okay, he's telling her story. Oh, no, he shit. told shit. Okay. If okay. he told it to me, I'm going to tell it to you. All right, yeah, right? I know. I'm saying the doctor. Oh, this man is like. This is Grey's Anatomy for real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she comes in here, married, with a baby. Talking about, I have two other partners. Uh Uh-oh. Dulce, Katie. Oh, no. And I got a bump. I want you to check it out. It's painful. Nah. Talking about, I think it's an ingrown Okay, so it might be like a little boil. Right. All right. It might be. You know what the problem was, Katie? What? It wasn't. Oh, shit. That was the... You know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. You don't have to call. <laughs> no. It's okay, girl. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Oh, shit. Yeah, she's not going to be all right tonight. H U S M. Yeah. They call me H-E. Right. Now, baby, tell me what you want to do with me. Well, I tell you. Oh, you know, feeding no. it like Joe to see ass. Oh, no. Now, the point in this is not to make fun of that because... Well, that's very, very common, right? Yeah. yeah. But. It is. I'm not making fun of that. What I'm making fun of is the fact that you are married and bringing a child into this office and then you have two other two men. Two other partners. That you are deep diving with. Oh, shit. And walking in there with bumps talking about Doc Fix-It. Are you fucking nuts? But this is the world we live in, so this is a reminder mm. to everyone out here. I guess especially if you in Buckhead. <laughs> Be careful. But why in the hell did he feel so comfortable telling me this information? Right. Like, they're not supposed to do that, right? You know, I think some doctors just don't give a fuck. They clearly don't. He told me everything but her name. Maybe he actually thought he was trying to help. He's like, well, as long as I don't say her name, look, there's women in here that's coming in doing blah, blah, blah. You know? That's what he felt like. Yeah. But why? So he think I'm a hoe? (laughs) Why he looked at me and thought I needed that? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what that was, Katie? He's like this man. He looked at me and said, "He's getting all the ass." Oh, and he's has he has the height, he has the look. Oh so God. I'm sitting here with that little buckhead women would eat him alive. <laughs> <laughs> My dumb ass in there with that little what is that a little paper wrap you put on your body? Oh no! I don't know how you to put it on right. Yeah, you were <laughs> in- your legs out with the socks. Doc, I'm still exposed. Like- My ass is literally <laughs> on his fucking seat, and he's looking at me like in a gown. That's uh, what let me save this horror's life. <laughs> All right. All right. Don't worry clearly, about it. he's lying to me. Don't worry about it. And now it's time for in the moment shout outs. 
You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Cause I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Shout out to the napping dad. What? Yep, I knew you wouldn't know, and probably no one that's listening knows, but I'm just shouting this man out because I thought that he had a very genius idea, and I think a lot of parents can capitalize off I of know this. Who you're talking you know what about I'm talking now. about now? Uh-huh. It was a dad. I saw this video go viral. I thought it was amazing, <laughs> but he literally told his children to draw a picture of him while he was napping. Yep. And then he went to sleep. Yep. And they were sitting there on the floor, laying down, drawing the picture of their dad taking a nap. And he was knocked out on that couch. He was gone, yo, snoring and all. But it was an ingenious way of getting the kids to do something that they thought was active while you, as the parent, get to take a nap. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to give him a shout out and give that idea to all of the parents who happen to listen in the moment. Who's next? Shout out to the girl that was on the plane that experienced racism. Did you see this, Katie? Yes, and she called him out. She called him out for it. Yeah. I'm curious as to how you feel about this, because uh, to those who may not have seen this story, uh, there was a young black woman who was on a plane, and she happened to be looking at the gentleman's phone who was next to her, and he was writing very nasty racist remarks in his cell phone about her, something to the extent of sitting next to a big black woman, I Mm -hmm. believe, right? And she didn't stand for that shit. And she uh, called him out on it, and she made him feel a bit uncomfortable, and he obviously was uh, sorry that he got caught. Yeah. And it became a thing, and it went viral. Now, I'm curious to how you feel about this, Katie, as a woman especially, because I, well, I don't look. So I, I would never know that this is happening. I'm not a, I don't want to say nosy, because maybe that's not the right word, but I really just stay to myself and I stay to my own business. So I really don't know what I would do in a situation like this if I did happen to look across and see somebody talking shit about me on a phone, on a plane. But what would you do? Or, what do, you, or do you feel like you uh, applaud what she did? Or what is your take? I applaud what she did because I wouldn't have uh, the, um, you know what, I want to change. What's that? I don't have balls, so I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't have the balls to say it because an expression. I wouldn't have the clit to say it. So I like that. You know? I like that. I wouldn't have the clit. I like yeah, that. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. Ain't nobody <laughs> fucking with my clit. Yeah, clit. 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 Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you wouldn't. No, I. but I applaud her for being able to do what I know I wouldn't have the courage to do. I would just look at him sideways and just be like, that's just how life is, and mm. brush it off. Okay. But I feel like when you do that, you allow it to continue to happen. Whereas when you address it, you let someone know that, hey, this shit is not cool. It's not cool. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like what, you, what you're what saying there because I wasn't sure how to take it, right? Because, well, you know me. I'm, I really stay to myself. I mind my business. I would have never saw that in a million years. I'm not looking on somebody else's phone. I don't care. Now, if I happen to see it, would I address it? Probably. Knowing me. But I don't. I wouldn't record it. Mm. That's something I would probably go. <laughs> that's funny. You're a clown, but mm-hmm. don't worry about it. And then I would. That would be it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have made a scene of it. Yeah. But with her making the scene of it and it going viral, as much as that's something I wouldn't do, I do appreciate the fact that we get to witness it, and you never know how many people will see that and go, "I've done that before." Maybe I should never do that again. Or maybe just that thought is ignorant. Or maybe that's, you know, 
maybe let me not be so comfortable to try that fuck shit the next mm-hmm. time. But I don't think it ultimately makes the person get off the plane any different. He's going to be sorry in a moment, and he's going to go be sorry in the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate the fact that she made him uncomfortable, as yes. uncomfortable as she probably had to feel. Exactly. Now we both uncomfortable. Yep. I'm not mad at that. Mm-mm. Who's next? With that being said, um, rest in peace to Jackie O. Yes. This news has circulated all around. This is DC Young Fly's uh, baby mother. Mm-hmm. Who tragically lost her life. Longtime partner. I don't know if they were officially married, but I don't believe so, but they were longtime partners, right? Mm-hmm. I know she was a uh wildin' out. I don't want to say a wildin' out girl. I know. I don't know if that's the proper wildin' out term. model. Wildin' out model. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um it's unfortunate, Katie. I'm not even exactly sure what you say about something like this. She was going to get a mommy makeover. Mm-hmm. Uh, which in recent times I have learned typically a mommy makeover consists of like four different surgeries at one at time. At one time, yeah. That is very scary mm-hmm. to have to go under that type of knife for whatever reason. Um, it's unfortunate. I I certainly wish that no one, male or woman, um, ever felt that the time need to do you it. Could, you could say female in that situation. I don't know anymore, it's, man. It's identifying so genders. Ter- okay. It's identifying genders, male or female. Okay. That's a gender thing. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think anyone should ever feel the need uh, to do anything physically based on the opinions of anyone else. It should be based on you. However, mm-hmm. And who am I to say that she didn't do it for her? or she? I don't know, right? So I just think it's tragic. Yeah. And I'll leave it there. That's 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 all I think of it. And I feel for her family, her children, DC Young Fly, and everybody mm-hmm. else that's involved. But I wasn't familiar with her until this incident happened. You got anything you want to add? It's like you said. It's just tragic. Wishing her, uh, well, at least her family and DC and all, all the best. All right, y'all. Let's get down to business. Katie, do you know who Javante Tank Davis is? Mm-hmm. I sure do. And he is currently in prison. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he on house arrest? Yes. <laughs> All right, so Woo. for those of y'all who may not be familiar, Javante Tank Davis is, if not the, one of the best fighters in the world. Um, I am a huge boxing fan, so I've had Katie over to my place for many of fights. Uh, we've seen a couple of his fights. The man can't lose in the ring, Mm-mm. but he's, he can't win outside of it. In life. And he's had another incident of which he was uh, ruled to have just done house arrest mm-hmm. for a little bit. And the judge wanted him to do house arrest in a one-bedroom apartment where he wouldn't have been able to see his family. In Baltimore, right? Yes. Uh-huh. For a little bit of time. And instead of him just saying, okay, fuck it. I got to do what I got to do. He decided to purchase a property that was very luxurious and I guess worth millions. And he thought he was going to just do what he wanted to do. And so the judge decided, well, since I asked you to be here and you wanted to go there, well, now you're coming here, Mm -hmm. which is prison. Mm -hmm. And here's what he had to say. Man, I just want to say to let the people know that this 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 judge is crazy, bro. This the judge is she locked me up because um 
basically I bought a property. I did everything in my power to listen to my lawyers. You have 60 seconds remaining. Uh, the home detention um, people, I listened to everybody to the key. She's mad that I bought a property. That's why I'm sitting in jail. She said that um, I shouldn't have. She wanted me to be in my in an apartment, a one-bed apartment. You know what I mean? And I couldn't even, you know what I mean, uh, take that. You know what I mean? She wanted me to stay in a one-bed apartment because I didn't have my kids and nothing to come visit me and things like that. I just want to spread, uh, you know, uh, spread light on this situation because as though she's taking advantage of me, she says, You have 30 seconds remaining. And, and, and she, she's, she's, throwing, she's throwing stuff that, that's not right to me. I feel as though she, I don't know if she's a bad judge or not, but the thing that she's doing right now is not right. You know what I mean? I feel as though I need to share anything on this situation. All right, so I don't really know exactly what Tank is trying to say. <laughs> Do we ever? No. First of all, do we ever know what this man is trying to say? No. And this is not like one of those boxers can't speak type of things mm-hmm. because, well, obviously, if you get punched in the face for a living, it may not exactly be yeah. Barack Obama. No. But I think he spoke this way when he was 2-0. and Katie, I don't think <laughs> this has anything to do with boxing. You're right. But Tank, if the judge say just go sit in the one bedroom for a little bit, Hey, go sit your ass in the one bedroom for a little bit, man. It's not hard. It's not that damn serious. I don't get it. And now you said no, because I got money. I'm going to go sit in this mansion. Now you're in prison. Mm-hmm. You know what looks really good in prison, Katie? What? That one bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> looks amazing, don't uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. He should have just listened. Mm-hmm. That's really all I feel about it. Who's next? Travis Rudolph. I just learned about this yesterday. This is a very interesting situation. Mm-hmm. For those of you who may not know, Travis Rudolph is a former football athlete. I believe he went to Florida State, if I'm not mistaken, and played football there. I know he played football for the New York Giants as well. I'm not sure about his entire professional career, but what I do know is his case has gone viral because he got into an argument with a young lady that he was dealing with, mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, she got upset now, mind you, this young lady is married. Right. Whole married. Yep. But she's with him anyway. Mm-hmm. They were dealing with each other. She didn't like something that he did or said, and so she started to put his her hands on him. All of this is captured on the ring at the front door. He didn't put his hands on her back, but he did let her know, you're not going to keep hitting me like that. And at that point, she reached out to her brother, whom her brother and his friends decided to pull up on Travis at his mother's home mm-hmm. where he resides. Mm-hmm. At that point, a fight ensued, and I guess Travis's younger brother was getting beat up by her brother and friends. And at that point, Travis came out with a firearm, and Travis started to chase them down and eventually hit one of them with the firearm, and they lost their life. Mm-hmm. And so he was on trial for his. Does that make sense? Yep. And so we've all been watching this for the last week to figure out, was this indeed self-defense or was the fact that he chased the person, uh, did that make it something different? He was found not guilty. Here's the verdict. In the circuit court of the 15th Judicial Circuit, Criminal Division, in and for Palm Beach County, Florida, case number 21CF002938AMB, Division W. 
State of Florida versus Travis Rudolph. Defendant, verdict. We the jury find as follows. As to count one, we find the defendant not guilty. As to count two, we find the defendant not guilty. As to count three, we find the defendant not guilty. As to count four, we find the defendant not guilty. With that being said, Katie, what do you think about this? First of all, it's a tragic event all around. Um, uh, but I think that he was actually just trying to be on the defense. That's what I think, too. I don't think it was an intentional, oh, I'm just going to, today's the day, somebody's going to die. No, you're coming over to my place of residence and disturbing my peace and threatening my life with your shenanigans. So I'm going to defend myself and protect myself and my family. You know, and whatever happens, as in, as unfortunate as it may be, is because of their actions. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. It's unfortunate. Thank God for ring cameras and things of that mm-hmm. nature today, oh, right? Oh, to prove, yes. To prove your innocence in, in situations like these. Because if you're going off a word in the mouth, it's no telling what someone's going to tell somebody mm-hmm. else who's going to tell somebody else, right? And it was pretty obvious that he had this incident with this woman and there's lessons to be learned in all of this right if you're mm-hmm. dealing with a married woman well you should be prepared of what can come with what? you dealing with that married woman if you are a married woman and dealing with another man well you should also be prepared as to what can come with that and then if you ever tell your brother your friends or whomever to come defend you when you know you doing fuck shit to begin with well you do realize you putting their lives at jeopardy for yep. the situation that you have decided to put yourself in mm-hmm. of which you obviously can't defend yourself. Mm-hmm. So now you calling your people. Now what happens when God forbid you call your brother, you call your man to come up here and get some rocking and they find bullets in their ass and they die. Who's going to be accountable for that? Because she was in the courtroom not wanting to be accountable for anything. Mm-hmm. Right? And I just found that to be so disheartening that you got someone killed. For what? Because right. you felt the way about what a man was doing whom you shouldn't have been with in the first place because you're whole married. And even in the courtroom, during the procedure, when they were asking her questions... She was saying things like, no, I didn't tell him I was married because I didn't think that was his business. What? Exactly. What are you even talking about? But this is the mindset that we have today of these people. Mm-hmm. You got to be very careful. Extremely. And for people who were saying, well, it wasn't necessarily self-defense because when they came to bring harm to him and his family, he didn't have to chase them. I do understand that you're speaking from what you believe to be a logical place. And it does make sense. But you clearly have never been in a situation where your life was in jeopardy. That's what it says to me. Mm -hmm. Because if you are, or you believe you are, at home, minding your business, where your mother lives, where your sister or your brother lives, the people you care about the most on this planet, and another human being, of which you believe you have done no harm to, or you at least don't know what harm you've done, shows up to cause harm to you or your family, for you to say exactly how you would react in a situation like that, I know you've never been in a situation like that. Mm -hmm. Because you just simply don't. Right. Especially as, I mean, if you're a man, as a man, my goal is to constantly, always, 
always protect the women in my family. I'm always protecting my mom, my sisters. You show up trying to harm them, I don't know what's next. I'd love to believe that we can talk this out and play spades after. Mm. I don't know what's next. Nah. So to see him have to handle his business and do what he what he felt like he had to do and then to get off for it was great. And um, I don't know if I would have been with my shirt off after the trial on Instagram Live. Yeah, I saw that. I, like, like, I don't know if I would have went that far. Um, mm. Because um, sometimes it's not necessarily the message that you deliver, but it's more about the way that you deliver the message. Mm-hmm. We have learned that, and yes. I think we continue to learn that. And that will be a theme for the rest of this podcast. But I am happy to see the brother get off mm-hmm. with a not guilty verdict. Which, let us not forget, does not necessarily mean that you are innocent. No. Right? Like, you still have to deal with this when you go get a job, Mm -hmm. when you go attempt to do certain things, especially when you're a public figure. I don't know that you'll ever be innocent again, but at least you can be not guilty, right? Yes. Stay tuned for another episode of In The Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.